0: Hello friends, I am Pradeep Acharya, now I will take a topic, Comatography, Its Principles and Theory for discussion. This topic has been taken from chapter number 19 of the book Analytical Chemistry written by Gary D. Christians and others. These topics, learning objectives are counter current extraction. How chemicals are separated on a column. Types of chromatography. That means adsorption, partition, ionic change, size exclusion chromatography. Chromatographic nomenclatures. Theory of column efficiency, plate number, van Timmer equation for packed GC columns, Gole equation for open tabular GC columns, Huber and Knox equation, H-U-B-E-R Huber and NOX K N O X NOX EQUATIONS FOR HPLC RETENTION FACTORS CHROMATOGRAPHIC RESOLUTION SEPARATION FACTORS AND CHROMATOGRAPHY SIMULATION SOFTWARE AND DATABASE In the year 1901, the Russian botanist Mikhail Swets invented adsorption chromatography during his research on plant pigments. He separates different colored chlorophylls and carotenoid pigments of leaves by passing an extract of the leaves through a column of calcium carbonate, alumina and sucrose, eluting them with petroleum ether-ethanol mixture. He coined the term comatography in a publication at 1906 and this chromatographic term has been taken from the Greek word chroma meaning color and graphos which means to write. Original experiments went virtually unnoticed in the literature for decades, but eventually others adopted it. Today, there are several different types of chromatography. Chromatography is taken now to refer generally to the separation of components in a sample by distribution of the components between two phases one that is stationary and one that moves usually, but not necessarily in a column. The International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry that means IUPAC has drafted a recommended definition of chromatography. This definition is Chromatography is a physical method of separation in which the components to be separated are distributed between two phases one of which is stationary which is called the stationary phase while the others which is called a mobile phase which moves in a definite direction. The stationary phase is used in a column but may take many forms such as a planar phase that means flat sheet chromatographic techniques have been invaluable in the separation and analysis of highly complex mixtures and revolutionized the capabilities of analytical chemistry in this Chapter We introduce the concepts and principles of chromatography, including the different types, and describe the theory of the chromatographic process. The two principal types of chromatography are gas chromatography, in short, it is called GC, and liquid chromatography, in short, it is called LC. Gas chromatography separates gaseous substance based on partitioning in a stationary phase from a gas phase and which will be described in details in the chapter number 20, that means next chapter. Liquid chromatography includes techniques such as size exclusion, separation based on molecular size, ion exchange for the separation based on charge and high-performance liquid chromatography or the separation based on partitioning from a liquid phase. HPLC this method will be discussed in detail during describe the Chapter number 21, TLC that means thin layer chromatography, it is a planar form of liquid chromatography. Another method electrophoresis where separation in an electrical field is based on the sign and magnitude of solute charge and ion chromatography, in short it is called IC which is designed to separate and uniquely detect ionic analytes. Now I'll talk about the counter current extraction. Let us imagine that we have individual extraction tubes which can be numbered 0, 1, 2, 3, 4 dot, dot, up to R in which we are going to carry out solvent extraction. Let us imagine that all of the tubes have V ml of water in them, which add a unit amount of solute to tube number 0, followed by VML of an organic solvent and shake up tube zero to perform an extraction. After the extraction let the fraction of the total solute mass S denoted by small s in the aqueous phase be a small a and that in the organic phase b, small b, where then the a plus b is equal to one. In the chromatographic context, we typically refer to the distribution constant, that means KD, as the partition constant and denote it by K capital K. Then we can write the equation K is equal to CD by CAQ is equal to B by V divided by A by V. So ultimately the K is equal to B by A. It is readily seen that the fraction A that remains in the aqueous phase is A is equal to one by K plus one. And the extracted fraction B is equal to K by K plus one. Let us assume that the organic phase is lighter and we quantitatively transfer the top organic layer in tube zero to tube one and put fresh organic solvent in tube zero and shake up both tubes. Then we take the top layer from tube one and transfer it to tube Two. and take the top layer from the 0 and transfer it to the tube 1 and again replenish tube 0 with fresh organic solvent. The, this process is continued. Here, we have to remember this counter current extraction. This is the basis for the modern liquid chromatography. Although in the scenario that we have envisioned, the aqueous phase remains stationary and the organic phase is moving from left to right. That means one tube to another. We could have just as well started the process with all the tubes filled with an organic phase heavier than water and begin by adding the solute as an aqueous solution and move the aqueous phase after extraction from right to left. Here direction we are making that one tube we are keeping from left to right at an increasing order from 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, up to R numbered. The point is not that one phase remains stationary but that one liquid phase is moving with respect to the other. In actual industrial extraction process, the lighter phase may be pumped from the bottom and the heavier extraction phase may be pumped from the top as fine dispersed droplets to perform the extraction and be collected at the bottom while the extracted raffinate goes out at the top. Hence, the process is aptly called countercurrent extraction, in short, it is called CCE. Martin and Singe at the Wool Research Laboratory in the United Kingdom were utilizing this CCE technique to separate and purify different N acetyl amino acids derived from wool. They manually transferred one phase from one stationary funnel to another. The tedium of this led them to reinvent a modern version of partition chromatography four decades after the Swedes, who was the inventor of chromatography. Another scientist, Lehman C. Craig, was working on the separation and purification of the anthelmintic and antimalarial drug atabrim and its metabolites in urine and blood. He was using CCE methods as well. The tedium of the manual process led this gifted instrument designer to devise a clever multi-stage counter current extraction apparatus that could be operated in a semi-automated manner. So the Craig's CC instrument consists of a series of glass tubes that function as separatory, separatory funnels Extraction takes place in all the tubes when they are rocked back and forth. The tubes are designed and arranged in a manner such that after extraction, a full rotation results in the top phase being transferred from one tube to the next. Craig's automated CCE apparatus evolved into droplet countercurrent chromatography which is called the droplet CCC where droplets of the mobile phase move by gravitational force through discrete elements of a liquid stationary phase invented by Uichiro Ito at the National Institute of Health this was versatile but very slow centrifugal partition chromatography was the next evolution in this the equivalents of tubes and channels are created in a disc shaped rotors as the disc rotates Centrifugal force holds the stationary phase in place. At high rotation speeds, this force can be many times the force of gravity, Mobile phase could be pumped through the system much faster than in the droplet case, permitting faster separations. It would be apparent that such an instrument will require rotating seals at the inlet and outlet, while initial designs were problematic. Gener- current generation of such instruments have highly reliable rotating seals. More recently, Ito. Again, invented a type of planetary centrifuge that spins spools of tubing, which is usually stainless steel or polytetrafluoroethylene, at high speed. Alternating zones of mixing and phase separation progress along the coil the force retained at the force retained the stationary phase while separation occurs the first generation operated at 80g this unit small g is the unit for rotation and was termed high speed CCC, high mobile phase flow rates and separations in a few hours are possible for the first time. The current generation of such instruments operate at 240G and it can complete separation in less than an hour and are generally referred to as high-performance CCC. While the CCC is alive and well, it is used primarily in limited niche applications. Now I'll discuss about the chromatography and numerical simulation. In CCE, whatever we already discussed, counter kind extraction, a stepwise equilibration and transfer between two phases are involved. Each step is discrete and each funnel or stage is discrete. Although the separation stage in chromatography are not discrete, Much of the conceptual framework is based on such theoretical stage or plates as will become implicit later in this chapter. Also, the mobile phase moves continuously through the column without necessarily reaching equilibrium at each plate before reaching the next one. While complete stage to stage transfer following complete equilibration is decidedly unrealistic. This does not make the conceptual equilibrium model totally wrong. If, for example, we assume that at all stages we reach 90% of complete equilibrium before the mobile phase is transferred. It just means that the effective value of K is accordingly lower. In the case of chromatography, normally the equation is expressed as K is equal to C S by C M. That means where the C S, that means capital C subscript S and Cm capital C subscript m, so Cs and Cm are the stationary and the mobile phase concentration as long as the absorption isotherm is linear that is Cs is linearly dependent on Cm. Ccc based model predict chromatographic behavior well, few simulations However, demonstrate the chromatography principle as well as the numerical simulation that you can do yourself in Excel. You can use this file as is to see how separation differs simply by changing the input K value. This Excel sheet is given in a website which is mentioned details in this book. Now, I will discuss about the principles of chromatographic separation. While the mechanisms of retention for various types of chromatography differ, they are all based on the dynamic distribution of of an analyte between a fixed stationary phase and a flowing mobile phase. Each analyte will have a certain affinity for each phase. We can imagine a column which can separate the components in a mixture and it is called a chromatographic column. A small volume of sample is placed at the top of the column which is filled with particles constituting the stationary phase and the solvent. Rather than an equilibrium-based plate view of chromatography, many hold that a red view of chromatography to be more rigorous in this view the partition ratio is simply the ratio of the time a solute spent in the stationary phase to that it spent in the mobile phase more solvent functioning as mobile phase is added to the top of the column and percolates through the column. The individual components interact with the stationary phase to different degrees and the distribution is given in terms of the idealized equilibrium relationship. <coughs> the distribution of the analyte between the two phase is governed by many factors the temperature, the type of compound, And the stationary and mobile phase. If we consider the equation K is equal to Cs by Cm then solutes with a large K value will be retained more strongly by the stationary phase than those with a small K value. The result is that the solute having small k value will move along the column, that means be eluted more rapidly. The band broadened and decrease in amplitude at, as it travels down the column. This broadening of the injected rectangular wave sample pulse into a Gaussian peak is intrinsic to the chromatographic process, and is not due to the lack of attaining equilibrium, the parabolic profile of laminar flow, which again we'll see in the chapter number 21, or any other non-ideal characteristics, the areas under the respective peaks proportional to the analyte mass remains the same. Band-broadening effects are treated. A plot of the concentrations of the analytes as they emerge from the column and as a function of time is called a comatogram. A flow through detector is placed at the end of the column is automatically measure the eluted compounds and print out a comatogram of the peaks for the separated substance. Although there are several different forms of chromatography, this simplified model typifies the mechanism of each that is there is normally an equilibrium between two phases, one mobile and one stationary. By continually adding mobile phase, the analytes will distribute between the two phases and eventually be eluted. And if the distribution is sufficiently different for the different substances, they will be separated. discuss about the classification of chromatography techniques. Comatography process can be classified according to the type of equilibration process involved which is governed by the type of stationary phase. Various bases of equilibration are adsorption, partition, ionic change and size dependent pore penetration more often than not solute stationary phase mobile phase interaction are governed by a combination of such processes now adsorption chromatography the stationary phase is a solid on which the sample components are adsorbed The mobile phase may be a liquid, that means liquid solid chromatography or a gas, that means gas solid chromatography. The components distribute between the two phases through a combination of absorption and desorption process. Thin layer chromatography, which is called that in short TLC, It is a special example of adsorption chromatography in which the stationary phase is planar in the form of a solid supported on an inert plate and the mobile phase is a liquid. Now partition chromatography. The stationary phase of partition chromatography is usually a liquid supported on a solid Or a network of molecules which functions virtually as a liquid bonded on the solid support. Again the mobile phase may be a liquid that means in case of liquid liquid partition chromatography or a gas in case of the gas liquid chromatography in short GLC. In the normal mode of operations of liquid-liquid partition chromatography, a polar stationary phase, as for example cyanogroups bonded on silica gel, is used with a non-polar mobile phase, as for example hexane. When analytes, that means dissolved in the mobile phase, are introduced into the system, retention increase with increasing polarity. This is called normal phase chromatography. If a nonpolar stationary phase is used with a polar mobile phase, the retention of solute decreases with increasing polarity. This mode of operation are termed reverse phase chromatography and is presently the most widely used mode. The normal phase chromatography significantly predates the reverse phase mode and was originally called liquid chromatography. Only after reverse phase chromatography came along, the need arose to distinguish between the two and the older version, still more prevalent then, was termed as normal phase. Now, I'll talk about the ion exchange and size extrusion chromatography. Ion exchange chromatography uses supports with ion exchange functionalities as the stationary phase. The mechanism of separation is based on ion exchange equilibria. Hydrophobic interactions play a strong role in most ion exchange separations. Nevertheless, particularly in Anion exchange chromatography, in size exclusion chromatography, solvated molecules are separated according to their size by their ability to penetrate into porous pocket and passes in the stationary phase. Some types of chromatography are considered together as a separate technique, such as gas chromatography for the gas-solid and gas-liquid chromatography. In every case, successive equilibria determine to what extent the analyse stays behind in the stationary phase or moves along with the eluent, that means mobile phase. In column chromatography, the column may be packed with small particles that act as the stationary phase, which is called the adsorption chromatography or are coated with a thin layer of liquid phase which is called partition chromatography. In gas chromatography, the most common form today is a capillary column in which a virtual liquid phase, often a polymer, is coated or bonded on the wall of the capillary tube. And this results in greatly increased separation efficiency. Now, I will describe some symbols and terms related to chromatography, as per the recommendation from IUPAC International Union for Pure and Applied Chemistry. They have recommended some symbols and its terms that means the meaning of the symbols. Now, I'll discuss about some symbol and its terms. That means, what is the meaning of that symbol? As per the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry recommendation. Symbol Alpha, it is the separation factor. Symbol, capital H, it is the plate height so small k it is the retention factor capital N it is the efficiency that means number of plates capital N subscript EFF in small letter its term is effective theoretical plates or effective plate numbers Tm small t subscript capital M it is the mobile phase holdup time, t r small t subscript capital R its term is retention time, t prime r small t prime subscript small capital R it is the adjust retention time and wb small w small letter and subscript b in small letter. Its term is bandwidth of peaks. In addition to these terms, we will use a number of other throughout this chapter in describing the properties of gas and liquid chromatography. They are summarized Here for easy reference capital A it is the ED diffusion term and this is equal to 2 lambda dp what the lambda is the packing factor dp that means small d subscript small p it is the average particle diameter capital B is longitudinal diffusion term and which is equal to 2 gamma dm, capital D subscript small m, where the gamma is the obstruction factor, factor, dm is a diffusion coefficient of solute in the mobile phase, capital C it is the interface mass transfer term and it is equal to dp square, small d subscript small p square, divided by 6 dm, Cm, capital C subscript small m, it is the mobile phase mass transfer term. Cs, capital C subscript small s, it is stationary phase mass transfer term, L in capital letter it is column length, U in small letter it is the mobile phase linear velocity and its unit is cm per second, centimeter per second, U bar It is the average mobile phase linear velocity unit is centimeter per second, U means small letter, in small letter, V in small letter, it is reduced velocity, H in small letter, it is the reduced plate height, RS, capital R subscript small s, it is resolution. Now I'll talk about the theory of column efficiency in chromatography. Band broadening in chromatography is the result of several factors which influence the efficiency of separations. Mathematically column chromatography is the easiest to treat. We can quantitatively describe the efficiency of a column and evaluate the factors that contribute to it. A theoretical plate represents a single equilibrium step. The more theoretical plates that means the greater the resolving power that means the greater the number of equilibrium steps. What is theoretical plates? The separation efficiency of a column can be expressed in terms of the number of theoretical plates in the column. A theoretical plate is a concept derived from distillation theory whereby each theoretical plate in chromatography can be thought of as representing a single equilibrium step such as in our Excel simulation. They are a measure of the efficiency or resolving power of a column the more the number of plates, the more efficient is the column. The plate height is the length of a column and it divided by the theoretical plates. That means see. plate height is denoted by the H and length of the column denoted by capital N and the number of theoretical plates denoted by capital N then H is equal to L by N. To avoid a long column H should be as small possible. That means the theoretical plate height that means plate height should be as small as possible to avoid to use the long column. These concepts apply to all forms of column chromatography. Experimentally, the plate height is a function of the variance sigma square of the chromatography band and the distance small x it has traveled through the column and is given by sigma square by X. Sigma is the standard deviation of the Gaussian chromatographic peak. The width at half height that means w half small small letter w subscript half it corresponds to 2.355 sigma. And the base width WB, small letter W subscript small letter B, it corresponds to 4 sigma. The number of plates N for a solute eluting from a column is given by N is equal to first bracket TR by sigma, first bracket close to the power 2. I putting In W half is equal to 2.355 sigma, we have that n is equal to 5.545 first bracket T by W half first bracket close to the power square. Where n That means the number of plates of a column is strictly applicable for only that specific analyte. TR is the retention time and W half is the peak width at half height in the same units as TR. Retention time VR may be used in place of TR. It should be noted that WB is not the base width of the peak but the width obtained from the intersection of the baseline with tangents drawn through the inflection points at each side of the peak n can also be expressed in terms of WB then n is equal to 16 first bracket TR by WB first bracket close to the power 2 There are some example problem and its solution mentioned in this book. You can go through this book to find it. Now I'll discuss about the rate theory of chromatography, the band Dimmer equation. DWMTR fan dinner equation that is very um, critical important equation in the field of chromatography. The solvent extraction drive term the distribution constant or partition constant implies equilibrium and to some extent also a mechanism by which the solute distributes itself between two phases, as in chromatography. Chromatography is rarely an equilibrium process and we use the term retention factor, denoted by K instead. It is the ratio of the time the solute spent in the stationary phase to the time it spent in the mobile phase. That means K is equal to TR prime by TM. The plate theory of chromatography and equilibrium model cannot explain the dynamics of separation in a quantitative fashion. How might the separation efficiency change? For example, if we double the mobile phase flow and the answer for this, the Van Dimmer equation in picture. The Van dimmer equation is the best known and most used to explain and determine the condition for efficient separation. For a packed GC column, the Van dimmer showed that the broadening of a peak is the summation of interdependent effects from several sources. The Band dimmer equation expressed the plate height H is equal to A plus B by U bar plus C U bar, where the A, B and C all in capital letters are constant for a given system and are related to the three major factors affecting the plate height H and the U bar is the average linear velocity of the carrier gas in centimeter per second. While the band Dimmer equation was developed for GC, the general principles hold for liquid chromatography as well. Although the diffusion term becomes less important while the equilibration term becomes more critical the value of u bar is equal to the column length divided by the time for an unintended substance to elute that means u bar is equal to L by Tm the general flow transfer chromatography is the mobile phase velocity u however in GC the Linear velocity will be different at different position along the column, lower in the beginning and greater towards the exit. And it is due to the compressibility of gas. So use the average linear velocity u bar. In liquid chromatography, compressibility is negligible and in that case the u bar is equal to u. Now we will discuss about the significance of the three terms A, B, C which are used in the vam Dimmer equation. The significance of three terms A, B and C impact column gas chromatography if we see in a figure mentioned in this book then a plot of H as a function of the carrier gas velocity. Here, the A, the term A represents the A D diffusion E-D-D-Y, ed E-D-Diffusion and this constant is due to the variety of tortuous, that means variable length pathways available between the particles in the column and this A is independent of the gas or mobile phase velocity The heterogeneity in axial velocities, that means which is the A D diffusion, it is related to the particle size and geometry of packing by A is equal to 2 lambda dp, where the lambda is an empirical constant that is dependent on how well the column is packed. dp, small d subscripts small letter p, it is the average particle diameter and it is minimized by using small and uniform particles packing them well. However, gas chromatography is used at modest pressure and very fine tightly packed supports are not used. Now the term B, the term B which is used in the equation, Vandimer equation, it represents longitudinal or axial or molecular diffusion of the sample components in the carrier gas or mobile phase due to concentration gradients within the column. That is, there is a gradient at the interface of the sample zone and the mobile phase and molecules tend to diffuse to higher the concentration is smaller. The diffusion in the mobile phase is represented by B is equal to 2 gamma dm. Where the gamma is an obstruction factor, typically equal to 0.6 to 0.8 in a packed C column. And dm, capital D, subscript small m, is the diffusion coefficient. Molecular diffusion is a function of both the sample and the carrier gas. In a given analysis, the sample components are fixed and the only way to change the B or B by U bar is by varying the type, pressure or flow rate of the carrier gas. High flow rates reduce the contribution of molecular diffusion as this is a time dependent contribution and high flow rates reduce the total analysis time. Denser gas such as nitrogen or carbon dioxide also reduce the value of B compared to the helium or hydrogen. In liquid chromatography, the molecular diffusion is very small compared to that of the dot in gas. In GC, it dominates at flow rates less than the U optional bar and for LC, it is often negligible under the normal operating condition and almost always one operates at flow rates greater than the u optimal bar now the constant c which is used in the Vandeman equation the constant c is the interface mass transfer term and is it is due to the finite time required for solute distribution equilibrium to be established between the two phases at it moves between the mobile and stationary phase. The C term has two separate components CM and CS respectively representing the mass transfer limitation in the mobile and the stationary phase. The CM term originates from non-uniform velocities across the column cross section. The flow velocity in the immediate vicinity of the column wall or packed particles is lower relative to that away from them. This difference in velocities causes peak broadening, and the difference increases with increasing velocity. On the other hand, the diffusive mixing, proportional to the diffusion coefficient of the analyte in the mobile phase, ameliorates this difference. For any firmly packed columns with spherical packing, then the CM is given by CM is equal to C1W dp square by dm all multiplied by u, where the C1 is a constant and W is related to the total volume of mobile phase in the column and the other term has been explained already previously that in dp, u and dm. Now I'll discuss about the reduced plate height. For comparing the performance of different columns, the NOx introduce a dimensionless parameter called the reduced plate height denoted by small h, which is obtained by dividing by the particle diameter. That means h is equal to H, capital H by dp capital H is the plate height and small, a, small h is the reduced plate height so small letter H is equal to capital H by DP a well-packed column should have a small letter H value that means reduced plate height value at the optimum flow of 2 or less. For open tabular columns, the reduced plate height is equal to plate height by DC where the DC small letter D subscript small letter C this DC is the inner diameter of the column. The reduced plate height is used with the reduced velocity V for comparing different packed column over a broad range of condition. B relates the diffusion coefficient in the mobile phase and the particle size of the column packing. P is equal to U bar dp by dm. For open tabular columns DP is replaced by DC. The reduced form of the hand Demer equation is H is equal to a plus b by b plus CB. Now, will talk about the open tabular columns. There is no ED diffusion in open tabular columns. Open tabular columns ranging in inner diameter from 180 to 560 micrometer. These are the most widely used in gas chromatography. They provide a large number of plates. The use of open tabular columns is not yet widespread in liquid chromatography. The characteristics time for the solute molecule located at the center of the tube to diffuse to the active coating on the column wall is given by 0.25 dc square by dm. Considering that typical values of d In an LC setting is 1000 to 10,000 times smaller than in GC. To maintain the same characteristics time one would need DC values 30 to 100 times smaller in the range of 2 to 20 micrometer. Injection and detection volumes would have to be proportionally reduced. The technical challenge of such small injections in the PL volume scale and achieving sensitive detection have not yet been overcome although efforts are continually being made open tabular columns have no packing and so the eddy diffusion term in the Van Dimmer equation disappears so for open tabular columns the modification of the Van Dimmer equation which is called the Goley equation and it is a, this equation. Now I will discuss about the high performance liquid chromatography, the Huber and Knox equations. At the C term in the van dimmer equation contains both mobile phase and stationary phase contribution that means cm and cs and it was first noted by joseph k f huber in the context of liquid chromatography unlike in packed column gas chromatography the cs term cannot be ignored and the van dimmer equation takes the form h is equal to a plus b by u bar plus cm u bar plus cs u bar here h means h is in capital letter it is the plate height this equation is known as huber equation except at very low mobile phase velocities the longitudinal Diffusion term B is negligible because DM is very small in the liquid phase. With present uniform spherical particles of very small particle size, that means less than five micrometer that are tightly and uniformly packed. The contribution of the A term is also very small and can be neglected. Then the equation reduced to H is equal to Cm U bar plus Cs U bar. The term Cs is relatively constant at a given K value. Cm in this case includes stagnant mobile phase transfer, representative H versus U plots for UPLC Is mentioned in a figure in this book for different size particles. At very slow velocities for small particles the molecular diffusion does become appreciable and H increase again. At high flow velocities the increase in H with U is much smaller compared to gas chromatography especially for the smaller particles. For well-packed columns of typical 5 micrometer particles the H values are usually in the range of 0.01 to 0.03 millimeter that means 10 to 20 micrometer, Knox developed a empirical equation for liquid chromatography that better fits observed experimental behavior containing the third root of the velocity, the Nox equation is usually expressed in the dimensionless form as a function of reduced velocity, that means the reduced velocity which is denoted by H in small letter, so reduced velocity is equal to AB to the power one-third plus B by B plus C B here the term A is typically 1 to 2 its value B is about 1.5 and C is about 0.1 value so a typical good column follows Reduced column height H is equal to V to the power one-third plus 1.5 by V plus 0.1V. Now I will discuss about the efficiency and particle size in HPLC column efficiency is related to particle size, it turns out that for well-packed HPLC column the plate height h is equal to first bracket 2, 2, 3 first bracket close multiplied by dp that means h is equal to 2 in between 2 and 3 multiplied by dp for core shell particles the H is often lower than what the this equation suggests these are particles with a solid core and a thin porous shell so diffusion distance is limited. They are also called fused core particles, similar but larger size particles, referred to as pellicular packing. And it had been advocated actually since the early days of L.C. but suffered from poor capacity, except for specialized ion exchange packing. Current generation of particles with a 1.25 micrometer solid core and a 0.23 micrometer porous shell can achieve minimum plate height down to 1.5 micrometer. Now I'll talk about the retention factor efficiency and resolution. Retention factor is a measure of retention time. Two small retention factors make good separation difficult, but two high retention factors require too much time for illusion. So, we have to optimize the retention factor to get the better separation. In details, the retention factor which is denoted by small letter K. It is a direct measure of how strongly an analyte is retained by the column under the given conditions. If a pair of analytes are poorly separated, which is often referred to as the poorly resolved, then the separation or we can call the resolution, improves if chromatographic conditions that means which a temperature in gc or illusion strength in lc these are altered to increase the value of k that means retention factor while a large retention factor favors good separation large retention factor means increased illusion time so there is a compromise between separation efficiency and separation time. The retention factor can be increased by increasing the stationary phase volume. A gradual decrease in the retention factor is an indication of degradation of the stationary phase. The effective plate number is related to the retention factor and plate number via NEFF That means capital N subscript in small letter EFF, this is the effective plate number, it it is equal to N first bracket k by k plus 1 first bracket close to the power 2. The volume of a chromatographic column consists of the stationary phase volume and the void volume. Void volume means it is the volume occupied by the mobile phase. This void volume can be determined from Tm and the flow rate. One void volume of the mobile phase is required to flush the column once, however, flushing out a previous solvent and recalibrating with a new solvent minimally requires 5 to 10 column volumes. Now we'll discuss about the resolution in chromatography. The resolution of two comatography peaks is defined by R S capital R subscript small s. This is the notation of the resolution. So R S is equal to T R 2 minus T R 1 divided by W B 1 Plus WB2 by 2. Where that TR1 that means small T subscript capital R1 and TR2 are the retention times of the two peaks. That means peak 1 elute first and WB, small letter W, subscript small b, is the baseline width of the peaks. The RS value indicates the quality of separation between two adjacent peaks. A resolution of 0.6 is needed to discern a valley between two peaks of equal heights. A value of 1.0 results in 2.3% overlap of two peaks of equal width and is considered the minimum separation to allow good quantitation. Resolution of 1.5 is an overlap of only 0.1% for equal width peaks and is considered sufficient for baseline resolution of equal peak heights. We can describe resolution in thermodynamic terms without regard to peak width. The separation factor, another term separation factor which is denoted by the alpha, it also widely refers to as the selectivity and it is a thermodynamic quantity that is a measure of the relative retention of analytes and is given by alpha is equal to TR2 prime by TR1 prime which is again is equal to K2 by K1. That means alpha is equal to K2 by K1. Where the TR prime and TR2 prime are the adjust retention time and K1 and K2 are the corresponding retention factor. This describes how well the chromatography condition discriminate between the two analyte. It is also the ratio of the amount of time each analyte spends in the stationary phase. The resolution can be written as R s is equal to 1 by 4 multiplied by square root of n first bracket alpha minus 1 by alpha first bracket close again first bracket k2 by kab plus 1 Bracket close where the K AB that means small scale subscript in small letter AB. it is the mean of the two peak capacity factors. The form related resolution to efficiency that is band broadening and retention times and is known as the master resolution equation or the Pernell equation, P-U-R-N-E-L-L, Pernell equation, note that since N, the value of N is proportional to the value of L, that means the number of plates is equal to the column, proportional to the column length, then the resolution is proportional to the square root of the column length, that means square root of L. So doubling the length of the column increases the resolution by square root of 2 or 1.4. A fourfold increase would double the resolution, retention time of course would be increased in direct proportion to the length of the column. For asymmetric peaks the centroid of the peaks should be used in calculating retention times for calculating alpha values the number of plates required for a given degree of resolution is given by n required that means capital n subscript rq it is equal to 16 r a square first bracket alpha by alpha minus 1 first bracket close to the power 2 again first bracket k average have plus 1 by k2 first close to the part 2 if this equation is substituted by the previous equation which describes the n eff then the final equation is n eff in bracket r q it is equal to 16 Rs square first bracket alpha by alpha minus 1 first bracket close to the bar square. This equation illustrates how resolution increases differently with increasing values of N, K or alpha. Note that increasing K increases the retention time for both peaks and broaden them in uniformly packed column the widths of bands increase with the square root of the distance migrated while the distance between centers of peaks increase in direct proportion to the distance traveled. since the bands or peaks move faster than the broadening then the separation improves while it is desirable to increase the number of plates the resolution in a packed column increases only with the square root of N as for example by increasing the value of L that means column length and the pressure drops increases essentially linearly with L it is more effective to try to increase the selectivity or retention factor by varying the stationary and mobile phase increasing the retention time of course lengthens the analysis time and a compromise is generally chosen between the speed and resolution. Now, I'll talk about very briefly about the chromatography simulation software because there is some website where directly you can do this thing, just I'll give a little guideline for that. You are in charge of developing a new chromatography separation, this involves selecting a proper column that means stationary phase and dimension, mobile phase and optimizing variables such as percent organic solvent solvent or temperature gradient and so forth. Optimization normally will require many repetitive chromatography runs. But help is here. There are commercial software packages that assist the analysis in method development and optimization. Some of these are posted in this text website with details description of their capabilities. They are listed here. One example is the dry lab, LC resource, whose website ID is dot com. That means www.lcresources.com. Another is ACD oblique GC stimulator. Another ACD oblique LC stimulator, and also ACD oblique Chrome Manager which belongs to the ACD Oblique Labs and its website ID is www.acdlabs.com and another one from Marks is the Chrome Short website is www.acdlabs.com c h r o m s w o r d . c o m virtual columns software for ion chromatography simulation university of tasmania website is www. B I R T U A L C O L U M N dot com and its basic version freely downloadable. So, with this, this is the end of describing the chapter number 19 from the book Antal Chemistry written by Gary D. Christians thank you so much for listening this chapter please be continue with me to listen the next chapter thank you all